You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Album Tunes, Here Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about bad company bad company in the room i have rob bad rob ben yeah and hey and john uh-huh bad company is the debut studio album by the english hard rock supergroup of the same name it was the first album released on led zeppelin's swan song record label on the 26th of june 1974 the producer was bad company and the genre is hard rock and blues rock and I'm going to read from All Music Review, Stephen Thomas Erwine. From the wreckage of the breakup of Free came Bad Company, a group fronted by singer Paul Rogers and featuring his drummer bandmate Simon Kirky, Mott the Hoople guitarist Mick Rouse, and King Crimson bassist Bosborough. The latter is something of a ringer, suggesting an undercurrent of adventure in the band, but as the group's eponymous 1974 debut decisively proves, the band is proudly not progressive. If anything, Bad Company excises the excess of free. There are no winding jams and very little added color by way of pianos or even air in the production. Those two tricks are evident on their title track slash rallying call Bad Company. Uh, appropriately living up to their name, there's a sense of slow, churning menace to Bad Company. Is there? Even the quickest songs don't exactly proceed at a rapid pace. Is there a quick song on this? <laughs> Let me get through it. A steadiness that makes the quartet seem heavier. It's hard rock painted in stark black and white. Crank guitars mirrored by the deliberate wallop from the rhythm section. A rock and roll so loud and basic it wound up not aging much at all, even though it's pretty much defined mid-70s album rock. All right, what do we think of Bad Company? More like Dad, Dad Company. Yeah, yeah, Dad Company. That's all we really. It's, that's all anyone needs right. to say about this. <laughs> it's big and it's dumb. That's and it's, the definitive <laughs> statement. It's like it's like the auditory version of the Elaine Bennis dance. You know, it's like it's joyous, but it's not very good. I've got. I don't know. I've got some nuanced feelings about Bad Company. I do too. Oh. This one, this is not as good as I remembered. No. <laughs> I, I, when I think of Bad Company, I think of Thin Lizzy. I think of ZZ Top. I think of that sort of like, just kind of like garagey blues rock. And when I started listening to this, there were so many ballads in this album that I was getting lost in ballads. This album lags. Yeah. This album has a bunch of smiling drummer on it. <laughs> I know that what you're saying. fucking goofy, dumb grin on a drummer playing you, real slow. I'll tell you what's goofy. The cowbell tone on track two, Rocksteady, is cheesy as shit. 
And yeah, you can, but that's you, like you, you can see him with his mouth open, oh, and, like yeah. nodding. He, oh, he's twirling he, a stick. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's what, but that's what this album is. I think that the best part of this album, if you had to pick a part, would be like it's straight up cheesy, dumb, slow rock. The best part of this album, in my opinion, is the Mott the Hoople cover. Right. Which is ready for love, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is also like maybe the fastest song on here, and it's not very oh, that's fast. A, that's a, it's a it's a chugger. It's yeah. a slow chugger. There's 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 either bad ballads uh, or chug, and it, the chug goes in a variety of tempos, but none of them are particularly fast. I tell you what, this album kicks off nice and thick right out the gate. It's got that count off, then like uh, like a like a two beat drum pickup, and then a guitar comes in. Like the first several measures of this album, uh, of like of really of can't get enough because it's track one. I am here for, and then Paul Rogers starts singing, and I think I'm just not a fan of the vocal stylings of Paul Rogers. It's not that he's a bad singer; he's so tame and clean and very unmenacing. And you know that's not how I like my rock and roll. Yeah. The, the best part of this record dripped down. Paul Rogers' mom's leg. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. I know. It's but so, didn't it's Paul the fourth Rogers one and the, go the on takes to re- coming in terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, Anne. But Paul Rogers is you a have decent to apologize. singer, right? <laughs> oh, no, like, no, he is a good he has singer. Technique. It's just not like, I, I the just, tone. I don't. I don't like his stylings. His voice is fine. I don't. It's just not. This, this album it's just <laughs> so. It's just tame. This uh, Paul Rogers and this album ask permission to rock. You don't believe them when they say that they're outlaws. That's a good (laughs) statement. Thank you. Ask permission to rock, for sure. Yeah. This is this is when you go. Yeah, you're not at a club that you don't know who's going to play. You know exactly what's coming at this at this show. I bet Bad Company starts right the fuck on time. Because they no, all got to get home and mow their lawns. If there's an opener that's late, they're really pissed about it. Oh, that, they, they are. They are off that they have state to take fair the stage. <laughs> Is that going to be the, uh, the, the the first album of uh, Collagino's Ask Permission to Rock? <laughs> uh, Anne described the ballads as it's what divorced dad would sing at his adult daughter's wedding to try to get oh, the no. mom back. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Does it work? No, it's not. It's not no, drug tag goes home. <laughs> but, like, he, he doesn't cause, like, a ruckus. They just put him into a cab while he's sobbing. Nor <laughs> like, does this record cause a ruckus. And you just put it into the cab while it's sobbing. How many drugs were Zeppelin on when they were like... All right, well, bad company. Let's he, do it. You know what it is? Is this is a supergroup? They, uh, it's a safe it's, financial bet. Like everyone oh, in this band, God. and it paid off. Everyone in this band is is bringing fans to this project. It is it is an easy investment to make, especially for the first album of of a record label. So, and I'm sure they got it back. This album sold five times platinum. Yeah, five God this times. So it's the executive's platinum. fault. Well, no, it's the people who's bought it's fault. I think that Zeppelin made a very wise business decision. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a number of classic rock, like, staples on here, you know? The royalties for this album are still fucking coming in. What if I told you I would bop to Bad Company's greatest hits? Yeah. I think that Bad Company has some absolute classic rock staples, and I like classic rock. 
like, uh, Ready for Love, I like it. I like Can't Get Enough. I like, I mean, like, Bad Company, Bad Company, by Bad Company on the album Bad Company. <laughs> like, I mean, I like it, you know? Like, <laughs> but. Bad Company is Bad Company, but the band Bad Company on the album Bad Company is Bad Company for my ears. <laughs> bad Company's greatest hits I can get behind. I think this band is capable of cranking out some classics. I think that this album, even though it has. At least three greatest hits on it. It just it, the filler is filler, filler, and it lags. And even though they can write a classic hit, I don't like the style of the band enough for it to carry me through on their deep cuts. I wish Bad Company was Bad Finger in this book. <laughs> Do are we getting to any Bad Finger no. in this book? Out with the Bad Company, in with the Bad Finger, <laughs> right? Twenty twenty. <laughs> And roll, man. And I don't know if I'm having issues with this record because we had so many good records coming into this one. Like, if had it been a shit week for us listening and like Bad Company was Would up there, would you have been more ready for love? I may have been. I may did have. Did they been. let you down? I was gonna say, did they let you down? <laughs> they did. Are you moving on? <laughs> like a seagull. I want to, <laughs> but we're still recording. Oh my god, that a seagull, seagull is the worst. Oh my Holy gosh! Shit. You know what? I bet it's about Jonathan fucking Livingston Seagull, it which is my the book is. I hate so much. I would fucking burn it if you gave it to me right now. I would burn it down. Tell me more. I'm gonna find as many it. copies of that book I as just I can. Hate and that's your it. birthday present it's, next year. No, I'm burning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the present. Oh, thank you. It's your, it's your box and of I'm not familiar with the. It's a. Um, Novel. It's like a very 70s, extremely obvious conceit about hopefulness and shit. And if it helps you understand, Neil Diamond did the soundtrack for the movie version of it. But it's just a fucking seagull. It's, like, it's really not new dying or whatever. It follows it's so like, the day to day life of a fucking seagull. It's terrible. That makes a lot more sense than I, when, I, when I listened to it, I was like, what? I think what, that that song is about that fucking book. It, it doesn't make... It, it, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look up when the book I can out. throw that song in that book in the same garbage can. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, would, it would be the only reason... <laughs> at, at, at least I, I, I can give with that that there's a reason why there's a song called Seagull at the end of this fucking record, which is complete shit, but right. fucking song sucks. What is happening with it? Why is it happening? Why is it on the record? Why is you have one? answers for wait, us? Wait, this album? Is on the record because it's quintuple platinum. No, no, why no, is no, Seagull? Oh, oh, oh. Why does Seagull exist in the world that we have to live in? Oh, no, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I mean, this is the saddest thing to say about Seagull. It's probably the best of the three ballads on the album. Oh, man, that's... 
I'm gonna say at, at it's this the point, most. Uh, the book is three years old, so it's like prime. Yes, prime. Yep. this no, is the, absolutely we, about that horrible yeah. book that I would burn. We are yes. in seagull season. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! It's the most musically that interesting fucking book of the three. Uh, so Man, I can't this deal. album, Bad Company by Bad Company, containing the hit Bad Company, yeah. Bad Co. Uh, Bad Co. <laughs> was DC. ranked number forty of the 100 greatest heavy metal albums of all time by Kerrang! magazine. Yeah. What is Kerrang? Crang. It's a heavy metal Solid magazine. heavy metal guitar. And so they have an opinion that is normally What year respect. was that? That's a good question. What year was, was it? like 1973. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, while listening to this too, I, you know, I was thinking about, well, what, where's Thin Lizzy? Like, what's what are they up to? Where is Thin Lizzy? They're definitely up to Vagabonds of the Western World, which came out the previous year. Which it's includes, not in the book. No, includes the rocker. God includes damn it! Some awesome, <gasps> well, that's rock and roll. And then they're just about to hit with nightlife. That's rock and roll. Yeah. Do we get anything in this? Oh yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get some Thin Lizzy. So Jailbreak. Some, at least. Yeah, it's got to. I think that this but album it, is in this book based on. I don't think we've covered many supergroups yet, and also just well, yeah, Yardbirds. It's a staple, though. I it's mean, a staple. You it's hear these like songs every all everyone the time. knows these songs. Yeah. I think twelve out of ten dentists would recommend mm-hmm. this. As well as like the strat- the Fender Stratocaster on their wall in their dentist's <laughs> office. Yeah, it, this it, is shitty dad rock blues. It's not. It sucks. One thousand one albums to hear before you die. No. It's like some albums you probably are familiar with from waiting at the bank. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a portion of this book. Yeah, well, it is. I think they, a portion they, they of this book that. is that, like that's one of their areas of coverage. Yeah, so many simpletons were conceived to this fucking record. Uh, like when, so many. <laughs> we've talked about this being dad company. Some of our dads could have been. In listening to this company, we could be we could be dad company babies. My dad didn't because he only listened to fucking Judy Collins. <laughs> I thought he also listened to Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Yes. Yes, yes. My dad's a folksy. Between my, the two, I really prefer Judy Collins. If you had to, but either way, my dad <laughs> so, liked Paranoid and he liked Motown. Oh, your so dad, your dad was making good. some good babies. Yeah. they made you. You know, look, the, look the, at me go. Do you know yeah. where uh, where uh, uh, Black, Black Sabbath and Motown intersect? Uh, it's a uh, Right around Bad Company Ass. <laughs> oh, 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 it's heavy. Shit. I went through the records. There was no Bad Company. There was some Herbie Mann. Uh, right now we're listening to Bad Company's song, Don't Let Me Down, which is not as good as the Beatles song, Don't Let Me Down. No. Is this not the same song? It's a different... It's got to be a different song, it's right? It's not the same song. One's no. good and one's... I thought, this. I thought this was a cover. Is like it? a bad it cover. Could, it could be like a really it's bad a cover. Bad Company. No, they're all they're all uh, original. This is considered an original. Song. No one else Except had for, any uh, The Beatles <laughs> should listen to this and sue. <laughs> uh, Nightlife. That's how oh, we sorry, get sorry. rid of it. Justice. Sorry, I did not. Justice for McCartney and Leonard. <laughs> Do you consider Ready for Love an original because it was technically written by a member of Bad Company, even yep. if though it was written and recorded before he was in Bad Company? There you go. <laughs> So one cover. Well, it's a it, well, but it's a cover of a person's own intellectual property. Right, but not by the whole band. They Does call it. it it's a cover. Co- it's a cover because they re- they recorded it. When before. David Bowie plays all the young dudes, is it a cover? Uh, yes, because, because he wrote it for them. He wrote it for them, and they, they recorded, recorded before, it before and they released. So by it. that logic, yeah, Ready for Love is also a cover. Yeah, yes. I would say so. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I do want to ask. We, we've been talking some trash on Bad Company, but are they, to me, they, they represent this sort of like pinnacle of if you go to this side, 
it's very not cool. In this side, it's like now you're getting into cool territory. It seems like I can it's see that it is like the the edge of a like a plateau where they are <laughs> they're literally like the bridge between not cool and. Okay, now you're starting to... A Mesa? Peak me. <laughs> Shit. I don't yeah. know, man. No, no, I think For so. For me, at least. Yeah, on the best side of it, you run into ZZ Top. On yeah. the worst side of it, you run into Ribfest. Yeah. ZZ, I've seen ZZ Top play Ribfest. <gasps> also, I... You're so lucky. <laughs> I would also say, like, Led Zeppelin and that sort of was idea. They so had the idea. <laughs> I mean, and, like... I'll admit it. I'll say it. Like, I like shitty pseudo-Western outlaw music sometimes. Oh, like Dead or Alive. Fucking Wheel in the Sky. <laughs> like, give me all that. Like, I'm all about it. Uh, Simple Man. <laughs> this, <laughs> this area I would, of... I would take Journey a thousand times over this shit. Mm. I, I think, though, this the, this the concept of this super group making corporate dad rock is they're... they're they may have been one of the first, but this is the beginning of a oh, wait. We got Thirty Eight Special coming. Like we've oh, got yeah. Toto coming, and I think like this beast Toto's got some better. Don't you? you <laughs> hey, I, I, I didn't say Sorry. anything. I, I, I like Bad Company's greatest hits. I also this like is, Toto's greatest. This hits. is the seed that grows many branches. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like we we've just recently covered some proto punk, mm-hmm. and at the same time we're getting this fucking brontosaurus of a of a just overblown corporate rock machine and that pump is primed for punk rock that's exactly who punk rock is taking down i just have to interject that toto is more prog <laughs> than it was ever <laughs> what this oh my is god <laughs> Don't you Save dare! Toto fight for if Toto's even in the book. I'm sure. <laughs> to, to wait, Toto, Toto's gotta be. Yeah, didn't right? Toto do the fucking soundtrack for Dune? Oh yep. yeah! Get out of my face, Ben! <laughs> you keep Toto out of your mouth. Fine. Thirty-eight special. Yes, I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. The, the theme to okay. Dune no, was no, Eno. No, the, the um, rest I, was Toto. I, I would go. I would sure. go this way. Uh, it, it, we have a heads tails scenario. We have tails as bad company. Heads is fucking foreigner. Like that is the uh, that is the light side of this shit. Like foreigner is foreigner the one also that did greatest this. B- hits, unstoppable. I'm telling you, for, foreigner in, in an arm wrestling match for the ages. Oh, foreigner foreigner will absolutely bad company. <laughs> Company's got some huge hits that aren't on this album. Still down the line. But what do we think about this album specifically? I mean, <laughs> you don't need it. You need Bad Company's greatest hits, if even that. There's no reason for Bad Company by Bad Company, even if you're a Bad Company fan, because 
you know, if you disagree with me, please, please, uh, like, like send in an email or whatever. But I think even the most hardcore bad company fan just needs bad company's greatest hits. I feel embarrassed for yelling about Credence the way that I was, where it's like, <laughs> you only need their greatest hits because. But with specific, like, I think I should have saved my ire for this. <laughs> right now, we're listening to Bad Company by Bad Company, and I off, wish we weren't off the album. Bad Company. <laughs> And By I'm the band, you, bad company. I, 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 I mean, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, I can bop it's to this. A catchy song. <laughs> yeah, it's got that that pseudo western. No, you know they spin. are they are absolutely not bad company unless it's a company of musicians that you would rather hear playing. Like if they're talking about like, hey, we're we're fucking bad news. Lock up your daughters. No, no, no you're not. You guys are like. You guys are in 4-H. Like, this is, this is not... Hey, I'm in 4-H. If it's 4 o'clock, <laughs> sure. they're putting down their revolvers and having you are bad Can you remember, babies? <laughs> but uh, I'd be remiss if it I'm wasn't... I'm bad company. If it wasn't brought up <laughs> that uh, Solange, who's not with us tonight, likes to often point out that a big fan of bad company was Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> oh, the Oklahoma City yes. Bars, Here so. we are. So, you know, what takes the, all kinds, I what guess. What was the draw? Do you know? Oh, you thought he was bad company. He, uh, I guess, I would argue that he's like, he was. It was I like, also <laughs> am bad company. These are these are pump up jams. Timothy for McVeigh is far worse company than Paul Rogers. Yes, and he proved it. Yeah, no, he he went above and beyond. Does Paul any, Rogers grandmother approved? Does anyone have a better better company? No, like a better title track name checking themselves. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh Living in a Big Country off Big Country by the band Big Country. Turbo Negro must be destroyed. <laughs> by Turbo Negro. What's the album? It's not on Turbo not, Negro. No, 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 I'm sorry. There yeah. 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 You got to have it's, them it's all. the album. That's Scandinavian Shit. leather, yeah. Yeah, it's Scandinavian leather. leather yeah. All right, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Fuck this album, fuck this band, fuck this book, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Bye, Rob. Never coming back. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't actively dislike Bad Company. Uh, I think that Bad Company has some classic jammers. Bad Company is not exciting to me. Bad Company is a boring band to me. And this album fucking lags. After the title track, which is, which is, uh, well, it's the title track. It's also the band track. Track two, side one is where you put it. Number five. Yeah. It's just, there, there's, there's nothing else redeemable on the rest of side two for me. Yeah. So what's your feels overall? I guess I have to go neutral because I like three songs on this record. I mean, it's up to you. How many songs are on this record? Eight. Eight. You know what? I'm going negative on Bad Company. If this book covers Bad Company's greatest hits, then maybe I'll give that a neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Bold words. Nope. Nope. Is that just a nope? 100% nope. Okay. Divorced dad is not invited to my wedding. (laughs) I feel like to give something a negative, it has to be like unlistenable or painful or just overall bad. This is just nothing. So I'm just going to give it a neutral. Like... The, the the hits that you hear on the radio, you can hear on the radio. You don't need to pick this album up, but it doesn't make me angry or sad. It's would just, you not take painful over nothing? I mean, I would, at least no, makes you feel no, I would take nothing over painful. Like, <sighs> because we've covered some albums that I absolutely do not want to listen again under any circumstance. Yeah. If this was on again, like, 
whatever. I can yeah. I can ignore I've that. I've been company. to the dentist and I'm okay <laughs> with it. Like it's not a big thing I for me. I'm an adult. The like I'll go if I need I am not an adult. if I need my teeth fucking fixed, I will go see the man to do the job. And if this is what he's listening to, fine. If Fuck I'm it. listening to classic rock radio and Bad Company's on, I'm not reaching for that dial. Right. I'll ride that song broken. out. It's <laughs> fine because it's one of their greatest hits. I think. Yeah, I think part of for for me too. It's I think of those other bands that are aligned in a in a weird way, like Thin Lizzy and ZZ Top. And when I think of those bands while listening to this band, I'm just like. Screw this band. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I would, I never put this on. I would never recommend this. And those, those songs are kind of iconic. So it's interesting to kind of delve in and dig in. But at the same time, I just, I, I'm not, not into that. I'll put on, you know, Ready for Love or something interesting, you know, one I mean, of the other songs. I'll put on Hoople's Ready for Love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I guess I have to go negative, even though I do feel like it's just like a rice cake or something. You know, it's like right there in the middle where it's like, this isn't great, but it's food. You know, I guess. Just, they, they should just be called company. Like, if, better if, than if, silence. Neither, neither bad is nor good. If they are, I don't think it is for me, but. Do you know what kills me up? Like there's, you don't need guitar heroics, but you at least, at least need a fucking solo of some kind. And, this doesn't deliver any of that shit. They're not pushing even any the song boundaries. that we're listening to right now. What what is this? Uh, the, way the way I, I choose. choose. Like it's, which is this a solo uh, that we're actively hearing? Technically, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's emotionally put, pushing rope. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it, it, it is just a. <laughs> Just all, all the Colgate is going out of the tube right now. That's... Uh, if if Bad Company was a drink, what would they be? Oh, Ooh, Orbits. <laughs> what is that? It was popular for a little while. And it was kind of fun, but it's really just gross. It. Yeah, it's just a mid '90s drink that was clear with like gummy crub in it. I mean, I don't know, fucking Sprite. It'd be no, no it's I, like, I like Sprite. Alcohol-free yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. that's, this is O'Doul's, right? Is that one of them? O'Doul's, yeah. 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 Mm. No, th- th- this is a warm Bud Light. Warm Bud <laughs> yeah. Light. I like uh-huh, that. That's right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. For me, it might be O'Doul's. It might be. She a really doesn't like free. it. Yeah. Me, I'm not yeah. into this. Next time we'll be talking about Genesis: The Lamb Lies Down on Ooh. Broadway. All right. Thanks, y'all. Okay. Woo!